amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. All right, I am so excited to be coming back on here for a new episode. And today I have a very special guest, a soul sister, client, Wendy Page Sterling, who is a life and business coach, empowering others to raise their vibration and their frequency to become the match for what it is that they truly desire. I love the story of how her and I fell into each other's worlds. It was a Facebook ad love story <laughs> and yes. how, how to sell retreats and how to come back into alignment with what it is that we truly want. And this is something that Wendy does with her clients, but also she's leading a new way of the power and the pause. And she herself led herself through that when we first walked into each other's worlds and it was such a beautiful experience to see it's so scary right to unplug from the doing to trust and the feminine message and she gets to be the example of what happens when you do pause Wendy thank you so much for being here oh thank you so much for having me it's an honor to have this conversation with you well, I can't introduce you and share your magic as well as you yourself can. And before we hopped on, I was like, tell me who you are in an Instagram bio and go. And we all know that we don't fit into the bio. So Wendy, who are you? What do you do? What's your mission? And how did you get here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I. it's so funny how we wind up in places that we never really expect to be, um, you know, and, and I'm now going through probably my third iteration of who it is that I am um, as I am evolving and transforming as a woman. Um, you know, my, my first iteration was really, um, you know, being in a space where I experienced my first major life transition was, which was through an unexpected divorce. And my next one happened when I experienced the grief around losing my mom, um, last January. And what that really did was it really awakened me to see that it is so incredibly important for each and every one of us to be living in the now instead of living in a future vision that, you know, we just want to skip all this time and be in this place versus, you know, or even somebody who continues to live in the past, which many of us, many of us do. Um, and ultimately what I realized both of these life transitions had really set me up for was really helping women to heal their hearts very much the same way that I have had to both in my divorce and then ultimately with losing my mom. Mm -hmm. And what both of those experiences did for me and what I love helping other women do is really 
help them walk through these profound spiritual awakenings, right? These are experiences like, you know, you can't prepare for, there's no book out there that's going to give you the how-to guide. But ultimately what I care about in the work that I do, both for myself as well as with my clients, is to help my clients to stand firmly in the power of their identity and and their power resides in their heart. So if they're not healing their hearts, it's really hard for them to really feel like they're coming from an authentic, powerful place. And so when you do that, what you're able to create in your life and in your business are new heights, new views that you just don't even know are possible. And so the way that I do that is very much how I self-taught myself as well as through a lot of education that I have been through. But ultimately, I consider myself to be a master in teaching my clients how to start trusting and leaning into their intuition. Um, you know, some of you may think of that as the universe, um, but ultimately what that trust and surrender process looks like by leaning into that higher power. And when we do that, we are up-leveling our energy. We're up-leveling our vibration and our frequency, right? Being in that high vibration state when you're in flow, when you're in love, when you are your best and, and most creative self that's where your potential is, is waiting for you to unlock. Right. And so what I love to see is how, how we, it's like, we only see, it's like an iceberg, right? I was actually talking to a client about this yesterday. I'm like, you know how an iceberg you see, like 10% of the iceberg and the 90% is underneath. And ultimately what I help my clients to do is to like part the sea, right? Part the waters to be able to see the full 100% and to live from the identity of having all of you be seen and really embracing the beauty in who it is that you are. And I resisted it. I resisted it. It's it's a big reason how you and I met. I mean, I was in full-blown resistance around stepping into this new place. I had built a really successful six-figure business, um, you know, bordering on seven figures when, you know, my mom passed away and I just, I, I felt like this new life was waiting for me. And I just, it was like, but that 10% was so safe. It was so safe to stay there, but ultimately my heart wasn't in it. And so when I allowed myself to really trust and surrender and to lean into the constant barrage of messages that the universe kept sending me until it really woke me up. I, and the second I just let go of the old and I stepped into like my heart, having rebirthed my heart and really embodying this new version of me, the floodgates of abundance opened up. And I'm not just speaking from a, a money perspective. I really mean the abundance in, when I talk about abundance, to me, it's about a deeper connection of love. And love is represented in so many different ways. And ultimately, that's the abundance that I want to see my clients manifest very much how I've been able to do myself, even in the most uh, you know, difficult of times when I've been in resistance. Mm. Yeah. And as you're speaking, I'm just thinking of how every single person listening to this podcast has went through a transition, has had catalyst moments that literally changed who they were at a different frequency. And, you know, when you and I met, I know you were like pivoting out of your business and what it was, and we want to hold on to what's comfortable. It's just like, 
holding on to a relationship that we've outgrown. And, you know, when you mirror to me many of my transitions and that it was the loss of my dad to cancer when I was 17 and the heartbreak and the miscarriage when I was, um, was um, how old was I? 23. And, and so look at these moments and it's just like, I'm not that same person anymore, but we try to stay in that same frequency. And I really loved how you peel open the iceberg because what you were saying about the power and being where you are now, if we're falling in love, we want to hit pause. And if we're going through a heartbreak, we want to hit fast forward. But if you're trying to look at the whole entire iceberg, you're going to miss so much if you're going full speed. And so I really love how you encompass the like, let's move through this so that this isn't something that was the past, but it's something that emerges into the now and it becomes a part of you and your story. And something that you said to me during one of our client calls is like, that's a part of my story. That's not my story. And can you speak to that? Because so many listening here might be in the transition and they feel like it's their entire story, but really it's just like a piece of the iceberg. And so when you had that moment that like this past version of me is like, Yes, that is a part of my story, but I'm no longer living with that story as like, this is my identity still. Like, I'm so different now that I've completely healed. And maybe we never actually completely heal, but we bring that healing with us and it allows us to raise the vibration because who we've become at the loss of your mother, at the loss of your divorce, at the loss of whatever it is that you're letting go, your business, those sorts of things. So the story, it's just a part or it's the entire piece. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I mean, I built a business rooted in my story, right? My story was rooted in my divorce. It was how I came to be known. It's how I launched my entrepreneurial career. And to me, I saw it as the only chapter in the book. And what I slowly started to realize was that it wasn't the only chapter in my book. I mean, my book started the day I was born and there have been all these iterations of who I've been, who I've become. And I knew within myself that I didn't want my divorce to be my final chapter, right? I didn't want it to be the last chapter that I got to speak about because, you know, part of what I've learned is, I, I mean, so much is coming in that I want to say, I'm like, organize it, Wendy. Um, but it's really about, you know, in the process of understanding that my divorce didn't have to be my only story that I spoke about, that wasn't going to be the only thing that resonated with people. What I came to understand is that when we come from an authentic place, we bring in energetically, right? We connect with our people and they are still out there. When you're trying to fit into an old mold, into an old energy, into an old vibration, the people aren't coming because the magnetism just isn't there for you anymore. And I was trying so hard to like, no, I'm still your person. No, I'm still going to do this. And when I finally just closed the chapter, it didn't mean that the chapter was over. It, it meaning, and let me clarify what I mean by that. It's not like, you know, my, my other brand is called divorce rehab and it doesn't mean that divorce rehab is off the planet. I closed everything down. You can't access any of that content anymore. It just means that I'm not focused on it. It's still there for whoever needs that because 
I needed that. I became who I needed at the time. And so when I say that you get to just have these life transition moments be chapters of your story, not your whole story, what it enables you to do is to really see like you're so much more than just your story. And you are you know, and the way that you're able to do that, coming back to the whole power and the pause, you know, it's in those moments where, as you just said, like, instead of rushing through the heartbreak, that's not what's going to transform you. That's not what's going to get you through it faster. It's really about you leaning in and recognizing like, what is going on? What is that inner shift that's happening? Because that signifies that there's a new chapter for you to start, that there are people waiting for you, you know, and I'm getting goosebumps, even as I'm saying that, like, there were people waiting for me to step into this new, this new, you know, brand, this new entity, like, and it's not even that it's so new per se, it's an evolved version of who I had become. And so, Instead of us being afraid of breaking through those ceilings, what I always say is that like, you know, our ceilings become our floors. And if you're not hitting yourself up against a ceiling, you're not transforming. You're not in that momentum and that movement. And the way that you get there faster is not in the doing and the rushing. Cause like doing has very, you know, it's like very quick, fast pace, like do, 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 do. It's like, I, I'm a, I used to be like the queen of checking off boxes. I was like master multitasker right here. Right. And I used to brag about it. And what I came to slowly realize was that I was, I was doing half, uh, like half of my best across getting all this stuff done instead of really being a hundred percent present. And in order for me to be a hundred percent present, I had to stop caring about all the things I did today and feeling like that was my badge of honor. But instead it was really about getting present, pausing and being in my, my heart and reconnecting with who I was. And being is where your power is. Your feminine is where your power is. And I'm a very masculine dominant woman. I have been my whole life. Like I am a, I bragged about being a doer and what I've been doing, practicing, like I kid you not every second of every day is being just being in that feminine energy. And that's where the power, right? When I say the power in the pause, that's your femininity, that not your femininity. Cause I don't want people to think you have to be a female, but it's like, that's your feminine energy. So when you allow yourself to find your power in the pause, that means that you are coming from the being, which makes the doing so much more easy. And the doing gets to come in a multitude of different ways. And sometimes that comes in different chapters. So it's rethinking, you know, it's like Wendy, you know, Wendy Page Sterling is the book and there's going to be all these different chapters that are going to represent these new ceilings that I'm coming up against. And then I get to start a new chapter. And it's not like the other chapters don't matter because they've all gotten me to where I am today. Yeah. And it's like, it's the stairway of becoming and letting every situation that happens in your life transform who you are. And I really love you talking about like the glass ceilings being our floors and how like that is to me, like the frequency that we've become. It's like what we once thought was possible gets expanded. And then there's another layer of that. And it doesn't just disappear. And I think that's really what you have shown within your business. Now it's like what you 
used to have and what you built, the podcast and everything, there's still people that are going to like love that because they're going to need that for where they are. And as we continue to grow and evolve, our business grows and evolves. And that can be scary because I too, like you had built a multiple six-figure business. And then I'm like, I don't want to teach self-love anymore, just self-love. I want to teach right. self-love and full self-expression. But there's so much fear and imposter syndrome and doubt and what if that we hold on to it and we upper limit ourselves as the big leap teaches or we hit our own glass ceiling. And so share with us what happened in your month off. You took August 2023 off to do your own work, the power and the pause. So what unfolded for you when you began to really drink your own medicine and take the seat of the student in your own book? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Like I, I remember this moment so vividly because it was so, it was so not like who I was, right? Where all of a sudden it was the end of July and I and I was about to head out on vacation with my family uh to Maui, to Lahaina, near Lahaina, I should say. Um, which if you all remember what happened on August 8th of 2023, I was there. But the week before, I just all of a sudden had this epiphany of like, I I am done doing this, doing, notice the doing, right? And I just had this moment where I was like, you know what? I am exhausted. I am tired of all this doing energy that I have like found myself falling back into. It just isn't working. And I said, I'm like, I am taking an entire month off. I'm going to document it. People are going to get to watch me and see what taking, being brave, right? Having the courage to say like, this isn't working and I'm taking time for myself. Um, August is also my birthday month. So it was like, perfect. What a gift to myself for, for my, for my birthday. And so I, I just stopped doing and I just started being Wendy. So what did being Wendy look like? Well, it meant that I was, you know, engaging people while I was taking my dog on a walk. It meant that I was engaging people in, you know, just what I, what that looked like, like, this is what self-care to me looks like. And when we ultimately, um, you know, when we ultimately went to Maui and we were there, um, and, you know, unfortunately caught in the fires and we were impacted by them, um, not to the extent that people who lost everything was, but it was such an awakening for me, um, a week into my self-care plan where all of a sudden I realized, my God, life is so short. Life is now. And, you know, being in Maui, those of you who may or may not know, I mean, it is the heart chakra of the world. That is, you know, that volcano that I had visited two days before that we watched the sunrise from, like that is the heart chakra of, of our world. And it's no accident that I was there given that a lot of the work that I had been doing up until that point had all been heart chakra centered. You know, I was doing that work with divorced women, but now I was doing it through the lens of this new level of awakening through different life transitions and, and really you know, I know I was there to help to heal the island, to help and heal, um, you know, and, and make sure that that energy stayed pure that that exists in Maui instead of letting all this darkness flood in. 
And so it was during that week where, again, I was, I was coming to my audience live. I was letting them know authentically what our experience was, like what we were doing. And slowly people just started it. People just started engaging with my content in a very, very different way. Like it wasn't just about getting likes. It was really about engaging in deep connection and conversation with people. And it just kept continuing even when I got back and, you know, just a lot of what I was feeling and going through that month. And ultimately what ended up happening was I attracted clients. I had no idea. I wasn't pitching myself. I wasn't out there doing free workshops. I wasn't, you know pushing freebies. I wasn't pushing $29, $7, whatever, you know, little things that I had been doing before that month where I was like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this landing? And it was because my energy was just so off before. And finally I was in this alignment and, and you can feel it. You feel people's energy, right? Like you can feel it when you're on a zoom, you can feel it when you're even just listening to a podcast or you're engaging in social media. And finally, I found myself really connected, not just to myself, but to the energy that I wanted to put out into the world and to the work that I know that my soul is here to complete. And so all of a sudden in September, three clients literally landed on my doorstep and it was the final confirmation for me of like, yeah, this is, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And when you just allow yourself to surrender to what the universe is showing you, you get to have that's when the magic comes and it never looks, I mean, Amber, you've been doing this for a while too. Like how many times does it never look the way you think it's going to look? And it's, it's even more, you know, beautiful than you could have ever imagined it to be. And so it was that final confirmation of like, Wendy, it's not going to look this way. This is the way it gets to look. And it doesn't matter if, you know, I still attract divorcees. Great. You know, it's a label I personally hate. It's like a, you know, a box you have to check at the doctor's office, right? And it's not a box that I wanted to be a part of, but it's still a part of my my um it's still a part of who I am. And so I get to share it in a way of like the lessons that I've learned and who it is that I embody and who it is that I've become, but really ultimately what my true gifts are, are really rooted in helping people to lean into that frequency and that energy and that vibration. But the only place that you're going to find it is in the pause. And that's ultimately what I gifted myself in August. And I literally haven't stopped since. So it's not this special like self-care month for Wendy. It's self-care is a part of my daily life and it looks different than it used to. Self-care for me used to be like, you know, taking a hot bath, like buying a, you know, buying a, a special mask, going and getting a mani-pedi, like, you know, treating myself to, to something I've had my eye on versus now what self-care means is actually like it's pausing. Every day, multiple times a day, my self-care is a pausing practice, whether that's breath work, taking a walk, whatever that pause moment gets to look like, that's now a part of my life. And ultimately, that's that's what I think everybody wants, right? I mean, with what's going on in the world, 
it's so important that we all just like take a breath and take a pause and just take a moment and just, you know, really ground and reevaluate for ourselves, our life. It's not just about work. It's not just about our kids. It's really about us and how it is that we're showing up because if we're not paying attention to that, then how genuine, how authentic are the relationships, the connections that we have in our life. And that's ultimately what drove, what drives me, what drove me to finally surrender to the pause. So here we are. Yeah. I think it brings back to, you know, one of the first things that you said in the beginning about like this addiction to doing and checking things off the boxes and being successful because you've done more. And I think this is something that we've been conditioned. It's like the masculine energy has been praised for so long. And there's this confirmation and evidence that you can pause and still be successful. And you can pause and still be doing something productive, right? Like if you're not doing, you're not productive. And that's actually just not true because we need the feminine and the masculine to merge a baby. We need the feminine and the masculine to grow a business. And it's sometimes so hard for us to just let go. And I think that's why we want to create these lives as entrepreneurs is like, you're about to go to a park today and celebrate with your son and his 14th birthday. And I went on a vacation for an entire week with my sister and like clients just dropped from the sky. And I used to be the person that's like, I got to do and I got to show up. And I remember when I moved to Costa Rica, that past version of me, as you and I were speaking is like, I wasn't okay just reading a book, let alone lying on the beach and not reading a book to do personal growth and development. Right. God forbid it's not personal development, right? God forbid I'm not like doing something productive to grow my human, but like pausing, pausing and just like sitting. And this is literally, it's so in alignment that we're coming here because I just wrote a post like this morning I went surfing and I was just sitting in the water. I wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting there and a download came through. And I was like, we're not meant to be sitting in front of our computers, working and creating content. The feminine energy is where the download and the message drops. And then you merge the, ma- I got goosebumps. <laughs> you merge the masculine into taking action from the download that came through. And I know this so well because you were messaging me on Boxer, another download, another download, another download, another download. And this was in the time of not doing anything because you were just being. And in that, like, the feminine energy is to receive and you can't receive if you're giving and giving is the masculine energy. And so there's so much power in just like sitting there and letting yourself pause and that knowing that pausing is productive. If you need, you know, permission to take a break and get that, like, here it is the evidence that like your past content, your past material, your past, everything that you've put in, it's a part of your story. And it continues to compound interest, even when you take the day off, even when you take an entire month off to realign to your vision, your mission, your purpose. And I think, Wendy, you're a beautiful example that you actually don't have to burn it all to the ground, but you get to keep it and let it coexist with the next evolution of you because you're right, like you are someone who's divorced and that isn't 
who you are completely, but like, it's a box that you check and it's always going to be a part of your story. And that's a relatability moment. People hire us for different reasons. Someone might hire you because you're divorced, but someone might hire you because you know how to help them listen to their intuition. And these are different angles that we can talk about our story, but it doesn't have to be the victim of a story. And it comes back to like this word that you've been using often is power. And power comes from the core center. Power comes from the ability to stay connected to the intuition and that which we're birthing into the world through being and doing. And so I really love the, the gems that you said that you've shared. And the one that really stuck out is like your, your glass ceiling becomes your floor and that there's so much magic and the power in the pause. And just before we like go on, I know you have a busy day today, share with us like if I want to learn how to connect to my intuition, like I can Google it, right? But what what is different from the way that you teach how to connect to your intuition than say Google or YouTube would teach us? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of what a lot of what inspires me is teaching what you can't Google, right? And I do that with a lot of the, you know, a lot of the work that I do with my clients and intuition is no different. Here's the thing, intuition looks and feels different for everybody. So the way that I hear my intuition is very different from the way that my clients hear their intuition. Sometimes it's a feeling, sometimes it is language, sometimes it's a sign. So ultimately what I what I what I do with my clients in terms of them understanding the difference between, I mean, really what it is, it's understanding the difference between your ego and your intuition and starting to pay attention to other senses that are coming into play in those moments and recognizing the difference between the two. So if you know the difference between your ego, right, and your intuition, it's 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 an energy thing too. So also paying attention to the the energy that you're feeling in those moments to be able to distinguish it. I mean, that was something I was so ego driven. I mean, so ego driven. I, you know, listen, I worked in corporate for 20 years. I worked in ad sales for very well-known women's lifestyle brands. So it was all about my ego, right? I was judged by a number. I worked in sales. It was all about how much revenue I was bringing in. It was never enough. I always had to do more, right? And so I was always operating from my ego when I was in my career. And my intuition honestly knocked on the door the night I discovered that you know my ex-husband was having an affair. And it was in that moment that I was like, oh my God, I have been asleep for so long. And so it's really helping my clients to understand like, when was that first moment that you just like, you got that, whatever it is. For me, it was a massive gut punch that like, it, you know, I refer to it as like a two by four. Like it literally felt like I got smacked in the stomach with a two by four solid piece of wood, steel even, where it was like, wake up, Wendy, like wake up. And there was such a difference in that than anything I had experienced for, you know, the 40 years prior to that. And so really digging deep and understanding what intuition looks like and feels like for you. And I go through a series of questions that I will ask my clients so that we both know, right? Because like, I also need to understand from them, like, 
what is coming up for them in these different moments for, for me to be able to be that reflection back to them and also holding them accountable, right? Accountability is a big piece to the work that we do. And if we're not holding, listen, I'll say it this way. We are our own worst accountability partners. That's just the way it is. And that's a lot of the reason why a lot of us have coaches. It's not just because we're looking for mentors to support us, but it's also for mentors to hold us accountable for honoring our word, right? Being in integrity with our, with our authentic self. And so that is what I get to reflect back to them in those moments where it's, you know, it's that constant reminder, like, is this your intuition or is this your ego? And it's just, it's so different for everybody, which makes it kind of, you know, intriguing for me with the work that I do, because I love seeing just how, how different it is. But I think society wants us to think that it has to look a certain way. And if it doesn't look this way, well, then it must be my ego. Absolutely not. It's just very, very unique to each one of us because ultimately our souls are here and our souls have different ways of, of receiving intuitive information. And so it's getting out of your human, which is your ego and really tapping into your soul, which is where your intuition lays. Mm. That was such a beautiful description in a way that I've never really heard bringing the ego into intuition. And what it did is it brought me back to another thing that you had said earlier in the podcast episode about the universe kept giving me signs and talking to me and telling me until she screamed. And sometimes <laughs> the intuition is there, it's present, it's alive, and we're not listening because the ego is getting in the way. And so I really love that check your human, the soul is speaking. And something that came through at a retreat that I just went on is like, she's like, yeah, I was on my way here and I asked for a sign and the sign that the universe always gives me, she showed up 12 times. And then I finally agreed I should be here. <laughs> and it was just like, when you know that you and the universe have a conversation and you know what your sign is or how it feels, as you mentioned in your body. And she keeps telling you, they don't, it doesn't stop. They, who that power they're speaking and it's not going to go away until you listen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Like I kept getting signs about the business, right? It's like you refer to this burning the house down. Like I literally had a song appear on my phone out of nowhere on Apple Music of like, it literally started playing burn the house down when the universe and I were having a conversation. And it, it's, and I fought it for six months. I was like, really? Yeah. I'm supposed to burn it down? And, and it, Again, the that was message one, and it it evolved from there, right? It's really about it. The message that that ended up giving me was it was about in order for the phoenix to rise, I had to burn that part of what I was doing down, right? So it was like it was about burning it down to be able to rise from the ashes, right? So it's like my current, my new brand, my new podcast, my new you know offerings have all from the ashes of what that gifted me. And I don't see it as, you know, like demolishing it and like, you know, <laughs> banishing it to somewhere else. It's really that the foundation of what that created for me is really what I'm, you know, what has enabled me to kind of rise and create this, this next level for myself. Beautiful. It's like Costa Rica and compost. Like it, 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 <laughs> they, they merge together and right quickly. Um, if you right. leave out in the sunshine, thank you so right. much for um, being here, Wendy, sharing your magic. There's some really golden nuggets. If the audience is looking to find you, come work with you, follow along on your journey. Where can they plug in with you? 
Yes, I would love to. So first and foremost, I have my own podcast, my new podcast. It's called The Power in the Pause. And then across social media, it is my handle is Wendy Page Sterling. So Page is P-A-I-G-E, Sterling like silver. And then my new website, which is wendypagesterling.com. So I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to see some follows and, you know, Amber, thank you so much for having me on my podcast. And honestly, like you came into my life at such an interesting time and in a way, like literally through retreats, because I was trying to sell one of my retreats to an audience that I no longer aligned with. And it just rippled into this new, beautiful relationship and mentorship that we've created. And, and I really genuinely appreciate you and your support. And thank you so much for having me on my, on your podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. I, I actually, I want to ask you something because, you know, you connected me with someone talking about like the making the ripples and the effect. That oh, right. <laughs> and so like you just talking about the ripples, talking about this, like us working together, the co-creation of how it accidentally happened. How do you feel as though that has amplified your life and your business since, you know, coming in and, and, and joining this um, space of like sisterhood, connection, support, and, and realignment to your heart as you speak of your heart's purpose? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I always talk about how the coaching that I gift my clients has a ripple effect across all these other areas of their life. And so many times it happens unintentionally, right? And that's where the beauty is. Like the ripple effect to me is the beauty. And in terms of how that ripple effect has happened with you and also with kind of how that's happened for me is that with every, with every, message that the universe has sent me, there has been an even bigger ripple effect with each individual person that I've had the absolute honor and pleasure of collaborating with. And the collaborations, the sisterhood, I mean, I do, I, I call people my sisters or my brothers. Um, if, you know, there's that, you know, there's that deep rooted soul connection where it's like our souls, like we're ready to, to, to reconnect at this moment in time. And you start to kind of feel and recognize like who else gets to be a part of that experience and who gets to be in that circle with you. And so for you, like, I thought you were coming into my life to like help me sell my retreats, but ultimately what it wound up being was really you supporting me and seeing how it is that I got to, you know, no pun intended, amplify my impact in my world so much bigger than just hosting retreats, which I'm great at, I love, I mean, I'm in my jam when hosting a retreat. I love being in very highly energetic spaces with my clients. And when, what it gifted me with for you was really being in your circle where I got to benefit from that ripple effect. And it was also you being in mine where you felt that ripple, right? So it's like, it's this reciprocal relationship that I find with any of the coaches that, you know, or mentors that I have the privilege of working with that we each are providing ripples to one another that just take us to places that we just never anticipate. And it's so beautiful. And it's just so amazing. You know, again, it's the surrender piece and trusting that you're connecting with people for a reason. And you may not know what it is initially, or it may look one way in the beginning, but the way that it develops is so different. And to me, like, that's what I love. Like, that's what I love. That's what I get excited about is like, 
oh, how is the universe going to manifest? You know, what is this going to look like in the end? Because it's not going to be this. It's going to be something totally bigger and better. Mm. Oh my gosh. You just shared so many things that like gave me goosebumps. Like one of the, one of the ideas is like yesterday, I was literally just talking about how you say yes to go on a retreat. You arrive and the medicine of what happens at the retreat, you, it's not what you expected. And it comes back to like what you were saying earlier in the podcast of like, we have these dreams, the these ideas, and it turns out way better than we could have ever imagined. And when we feel the desire to go on a retreat, hire a mentor, go on a date, whatever our soul is pulling us to, it's not what we think it is. It's something so much greater. And what happens when our ego gets in the way is we block ourselves from seeing the message our soul needs to hear as you speak so beautifully about to live and be and breathe from the heart. And that is where intuition lies. And so thank you for sharing that because I do 100% believe that mentorship, retreats, whatever it is we say yes to, it's a co-creation, you and the other person. And so thank you. Thank you so much for being here. If you are listening to this podcast, head over to Instagram, find Wendy Page Sterling and give her a follow. Be sure to screenshot this episode and share with us your biggest takeaways on Instagram. Give us a tag. Let us know because it's not fun just talking to each other if we don't know how this lands in your heart space. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here, Wendy. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>